Is there not an entire section on this subject? No, yes. but I may have changed my mind in the meantime on that, so it's unfair. I may have I may have changed my mind about Mithra, for example. Is, is, your, is your book for sale about it? Yes, sir. What have you ever asked God for forgiveness? <laughs> I'm not sure I have. I just go and try and do a better job from there. I don't think so. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, Hey everybody, welcome to Let Me Tell You episode 38. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. Um, it is like, this week in the news was, I just wanted to check out um, some of the stuff that, that went down this week. It was, uh, this week is probably a um, stand-up comedian's dream with everything that went on in the news cycle this week, both political, um, with the, uh, you know, the impeachment and all that stuff. I'm just like, I am, I'm lost when it comes to this whole impeachment thing, because I mean, in reality, there is seriously no valid, uh, reason why Trump should be impeached. And believe me, if there were a valid reason I would be behind it. I would be all for it if you could give me a valid reason of why the man should be impeached. And it's not there. There's been no proof of any of the, you know, the quid pro quo, the collusion, all this stuff. You know, I mean, the Democrats literally, as they were doing this, these articles of impeachment and hearings and all this stuff, they put out a poll asking the terminology, what terminology the general public would be most likely to uh, support impeachment, something to that effect. And bribery was the, uh, the, the top thing that, that the public, general public was like, if you could prove bribery, we'll, we would be supportive of this. And so literally like the next day or that day, they come out and they start talking instead of quid pro quo and so on, they start using the terms bribery. So this whole thing has just been a circus. I, again, I, I fall back on the whole thing that I think we need to fire all of them and start over fresh with term limits and all kinds of other things put in place to keep I mean, we should never have senators like Bernie Sanders who have been there for literally almost my entire lifetime, if not my entire lifetime, has been in Congress. You know, Orrin Hatch, when he retired, literally had been in Congress, I think, my entire life. So, I mean... They all need to be fired. But this whole impeachment thing, that, and I didn't even want to talk about that. And here we are talking about impeachment, and that's not even what I want to talk about. So, but there were so many other things that went on. 
again, I really think I'm going to get to the point where I start doing two episodes of this a week. Um, you can hit me up and let me know if you would be down for that. If, if, if two episodes a week would be worthwhile or if you're just stretching yourself to listen to me for 30 minutes once a week, um, which my wife would probably agree. So, um, yeah, tons of stuff went down and, and just so much of it, just absolutely ridiculous. So we're going to jump in. We're going to look at all the ridiculous stuff that went down. So time magazine or yeah, time, somebody named, uh, Greta Thunberg, which I'm probably, I'm no, it's like Thunberg or, or something the way she pronounces her name as the person of the year. Yeah. Okay. This is a, this kid is not an activist. This kid is a victim. Seriously. She is being used by, I'm pretty sure it's her parents. One, if it wasn't the, her parents, this girl has not been in school for over a year because she's on a school strike for climate change. If her parents weren't behind this, this would have been squashed a long time ago. There ain't no, I mean, where was this when I was a kid? Because <laughs> I seriously would have been willing to take a year off of school to go around and speak at the UN and stuff like that, telling people that they need to quit using Aquanet hairspray. Yeah, my generation is probably the ones that ruined the ozone because of all the girls that I went to school with who used Aquanet hairspray. Y'all know who you are. You know exactly who you are with your six-inch bangs, seven-inch bangs, eight-inch bangs. I mean, I, I dated girls who were almost a foot taller than me, and that was just their hair. So, um, so yeah, I would have, I would have been happy to say, you know, stop using the Aquanet, and you know, I'm not going to go to school for it. This, this is ridiculous. This is this poor girl is being exploited. And now she's uh, Time Magazine's Person of the Year. And apparently just this week, like I think today, I think came out saying that she's going to take a break from her traveling and her speaking and all this stuff. Um, my, I, my question is, is she going to go back to school? If she's taking a break from the activism stuff, okay, get your butt back into school and catch up. You know, if, I mean, if this were my daughter, if Opal ever came to me and said, Daddy, I don't want to go to school because, uh, you know, you drive a, a Chevy Avalanche, I would be like, you know what? Go get your backpack. We're going. So this is, this, are, you, are you kidding me? Really? really? That's the title of this week's episode is just, are you kidding me? Because all this stuff is just ridiculous. This girl doesn't need to be Time Magazine's Person of the Year. She needs to be uh, put in in-school suspension and uh, some some truancy issues and stuff like that. And she needs to get her butt back into school and actually look at some some real science and recognize that this is called weather. I don't buy it and, and yet yeah, call me a denier or whatever. I've, I've read enough you know, articles and, and studies and stuff like that that counteract all the other studies and 
that this is not settled science by any means because you've got so many scientists that are saying oh global warming climate change blah 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 and then you've got all these other scientists going yeah not so much so you know the science isn't settled on it i'm not buying it this girl needs to go crack a book um and and get off and you know here you y'all remember this this is all wrong i shouldn't be up here no you should i should be back in school on yes, the other should. side of the ocean yep yet you all come to us young people for hope <laughs> no. how dare you how dare you you have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words and yet i'm one of the lucky ones no people are suffering people are dying entire no. ecosystems are collapsing we are in the no. beginning of a mass extinction and all you can no. talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth what does How that dare even mean? you what is, what does that even mean what is eternal economic what does that mean i mean just ridiculous so yeah go back to school greta go you know join the cheerleading team whatever you know make a cheer about how dare you to the other team how dare you challenge our our cricket team or whatever it is they they play in sweden this is ridiculous and it just continues to get more and more so take your break oh and that was the other thing i guess time magazine said she was on a sabbatical year yeah let's let's just you know call it whatever it's, it's stupid the girl has skipped school for a year this is not a sabbatical year this is not this is this is bad parenting is what this is and then you got this all right again i am no fan of donald trump in any way shape or form i didn't vote for the guy um said it before i'll say it again i'm not 100 percent convinced i'm gonna vote for the guy again this time around and stuff like this now granted i know that trump wasn't actually you know what maybe trump was the guy i i am asking who needed to get fired at the trump campaign because of this video and so for those of you who who can't are, are listening On a solemn day, I recall that the first order of business for members of And this is literally a fundraising meme video that was put out by the Trump campaign with the text to Trump's number, a whatever, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, my first reaction when I, I saw this was, who needs to be fired at the Trump campaign for this stupidity? And and the more I think about it, and, and it was just came to me right now as I made the comment, I don't think Trump did. Maybe Trump did. Maybe this was Trump's idea of going, I because again, it's all based on the I am inevitable statement that Thanos made in uh, Infinity War or Endgame uh, spoiler alert spoiler alert if you haven't seen it 
go see it. Uh, I don't care. Um, but so they've superimposed, for those of you listening for that aren't watching this, they've superimposed Trump's face over Thanos. And at the end when he's got the gauntlet and he goes to snap one more time and he makes a statement, I am inevitable. And of course we know that having seen it, that the snap does nothing. And, um, but then it cuts to a Democrat, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, some guys like that in a press conference of some kind and they're talking and then whoosh and they fade away in the, in the dusting, uh, manner of the Thanos snap. And my, again, my initial reaction was this is ridiculous because did nobody actually watch the movie and understand the fact that when Thanos initially snapped, it was to wipe away half of the uh, occupants and population of the universe. Anybody catch the, the, the fact that Thanos was a madman eugenicist who wanted to just wipe out, well, in his world, billions and trillions and uh, however many uh, quadrillions, g- Googleplex, whatever number of people throughout the universe through, by a snap of his fingers. Thanos was the bad guy. I don't know if anybody missed that somewhere. And the people that he snapped away were generally good guys. Um, I mean, we all saw the good guys go away. Obviously, there were some had to have been some bad guys that went away. But uh, so, yeah, this was this was insanity. I, I think it would have been. Uh, I mean, it would have made more sense if they had uh, Schiff, Adam Schiff's face on on Thanos with the I am inevitable because this impeachment hearing was inevitable. And then they could have superimposed Trump's. Now here comes the spoiler alert because we all know that Tony Stark got the Infinity Stone snapped, brought everybody... Uh, and faded away all of Thanos's bad guys, his whole army gone. Um, so here is how I would have done this had I been working for the Trump campaign, which I never would have. And again, this would have never even occurred to me. But now that it has, I can look at it and go, this is how it should have gone. You put Schiff's face on Thanos. He's the bad guy. He's inevitable trying to snap and. As we all know, I talked about at the beginning, there's going to be nothing to this um, impeachment trial. It's it's not going to go anywhere. Trump is not going to be impeached. He's not going to be removed from office. He's going to continue on. And doing this may even help get him elected. Because there's enough people out there that are just looking at this as a political circus and are tired of it. So, I mean, the Democrats in this whole impeachment thing may be helping Trump. So, again, you superimpose Adam Schiff's face there and you have him do the ineffectual snap. Then you cut to Iron Man with Trump's face uh, superimposed, right? Um, Because literally, I mean, it fits. 
you know, and then you can have Trump snap and be the good guy and, and you know, and saves the day. But literally, Tony Stark was the billionaire savior of the world. Wouldn't you think you want to make Trump the billionaire savior of the world? I mean, if you're going to be a MAGA billionaire, you know, take away, take away the presidency. What do you got? Uh, billionaire genius, playboy philanthropist, something to that effect is how Tony said it. Um, I would not. Well, he was. I don't know if I'd ever applied genius to the man, but the other three fit three out of four ain't bad. Right. So, yeah, I mean, this was ridiculous. Are you kidding me? I watched this thing, and that was absolutely my reaction. Are you kidding me? Somebody needed to be fired. <laughs> Maybe Trump needs to be fired. But this was ridiculous. Somebody needed to put some more thought into this. I, I don't know. I guess maybe the, the target audience for this is not the people who went and saw um, Endgame. Maybe it's older people who didn't go see this that maybe this encourages them. I don't know. Maybe this is will stir up. I, but I watched it. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was ridiculous. Um, yeah, this is just this is bad visual all the way around. And and I know that he. That, I mean, they got blasted on Twitter over this for just the ridiculous nature of this particular ad. And uh, so, yeah, just dumb, just dumb stuff going on in the Trump campaign. And I just, I really want to get back to the point where we have a president who is presidential, um, who doesn't act like a seven-year-old on the playground uh bullying the other kids around i'm tired of the name calling i am i am and and you know granted i know that that there are people that i respect um all the guys that cross politics and stuff like that 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 do you know the commie harris and and breadline bernie and blah 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 i i find it distasteful sorry Knox. sorry toby Sorry, Gabe, not that any of you are watching this, but I'd find it very distasteful when Trump does it and when other people do it. I don't, I don't drop to that level. I mean, sarcasm is great. I, I have no problem with sarcasm. I just think name-calling is a level of immaturity that I'm just not buying into. So, And that's, that's one of the things that really turned me off about him. You know, during the primary, though, I mean, obviously it was the Inside Edition leaked tape of the grab him by the, mm -hmm, you know, which pushed me over the, the edge that said I'm not voting for him. I cannot vote for that. Um, but then the whole name calling uh, Low Energy Jeb, Little Marco, Lion Ted, Crooked Hillary, even, I mean, all that just graded against me because I don't find it I find it very um, what's the word I'm looking for I mean immature childish um, yeah so 
there you have it. <laughs> bad, bad week in the uh, in the campaign department for Trump. Somebody really should have thought this through a little bit more. And then here, okay. I have to prepare myself for this because hmm, this makes me angry. This 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 goes beyond just finding this ridiculous. This I find blasphemous. So for those of you who are are listening and not watching, I've just put the picture up down somewhere um, near the border, Mexico border. Somebody put up a nativity scene. Excuse me. Oh. I've been fighting that yawn for five minutes. Um, somebody put up a nativity scene of Joseph in a cage, baby Jesus in the manger in a, you know, in a fenced in cage and Mary down in a cage. And this is the whole issue of the, uh, you know, the border issue and immigration and detain, detention centers where they're separating, you know, families. Here's the deal, y'all. What's the, what's the worst visual? Because again, this is all based on visuals that, yeah, there's been some, some kids and people have died in these detention centers. Things have happened, but for the most part, the people in these detention centers are given three hots and a cot. Um, they're being taken care of while they're awaiting trials or whatever to be deported back to wherever it is they came from. And would it be make you've got these people who are separated from their families because people are going to jail. You can't put a seven year old in jail with daddy. Because he's got arrested for bringing her across the border illegally. You can't do that. So you've got to separate them. I mean, obviously, the the open borders people and, and the leftists and so on would say, well, we shouldn't be locking them up at all. Well, we can't. We are a nation, and that means we have borders, and we have to protect those borders. Otherwise, we lose our, our sovereignty as a nation. I mean, it's literally those borders are what define us and the ability to control who comes in and out is what is it's part of being a nation. So you can't just say open borders, anybody comes in because then we're nobody. We are, we're open for the masses and, and that's going to drive things in a bad direction even faster. But this, again, this is so, this is blasphemy. Okay, maybe not. Maybe that's a little bit harsh, but this is this is sacrilegious in at the best and blasphemous at the worst. Yeah, to to equate the Jesus and Mary and Joseph to the immigration issue and yeah, I've heard people talk about well Jesus went into in, into Egypt and and they were illegals and and, and, and it's a false comparison that is being made, and this is this is apparently at a Methodist church. Just one more reason to just cut your ties with uh, Methodism and find yourself a good Bible-believing church that literally believes what the Bible says. 
and doesn't just pick and choose and take what they want uh, to ordain homosexuals and and women and and so on and so forth. This get out, get out. But this again, so irritating. I keep, I keep trying to, to find the words to express and um, it doesn't make for a good podcast when all I can do is <laughs> and sigh and but yeah this this literally leaves me speechless to see this kind of ridiculous attitude and this is again this is part of the reason why the church is losing ground because we're giving it up. We're just allowing ridiculousness like this to to go on. And, and you know, you really want to see the, the full effect of what it is. Go watch. It was just released. Founders.org, the By What Standard documentary, Knox, phenomenal job, um, was just released. And it gets into the whole... The first clip is, um, I don't know if they're former atheists or currently atheists or what, but um, talking about what they would do if they really wanted to make a plan to destroy Christianity, make Christianity woke. And and literally, and they said it'll tear itself apart from the inside. And we are seeing it happen. We are watching it happen. I've been talking about it for years. At least a few. But I've been talking about this for a long time because I saw it coming. I initially thought it was going to be the race thing and then it looked like it's going to be a homosexual agenda thing. But but in reality, this is just the woke movement period. This is social justice um, perversion that is, is creeping in and is really going to tear the church apart. It's emotionalism. It's it's people in the church allowing themselves to be moved strictly by emotion rather than looking to what the Word of God says. Because if we're looking at what the Word of God says, this would never happen. But instead, you have so many of the major denominations of churches that are just going off of their feelings. Well, it doesn't feel right not to let women be pastors. So let's ignore Timothy and Titus and all the other things that Paul has to say about it. And we're just going to ordain women. Well, it really doesn't feel good to, um, you know, to call, call homosexuals sinners, to call it sin. So we're just going to, yeah, we're just going to feel good about it and recognize same-sex marriage um, and ordain homosexuals. This is all based off of everything in the social justice movement is based off of emotionalism. Again, bringing it around full circle to the whole thing with Greta Thunberg. The science in these things are not settled. And, and this whole social justice, cl- climate crisis, whatever... All the way down to, um, you know, intersectionality and and critical, uh, critical race theory. It's all bad, and it's all creeping in, and it's all going to tear the church apart. And we will see a remnant. We will see a remnant of 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 
stoic churches that will stand upon the word of God and say, we will not be moved. But those are going to be the churches that are going to lose their tax-exempt status, and that's fine. Those are going to be the churches that are going to be politically ostracized, that are going to be actively sued and um, targeted by by liberals and, and so on uh, to destroy them. You're going to have pastors that are sued, false accusations, all kinds of things that are going to happen because of this. And then the, the other probably... 80% of the church, uh, the quote-unquote church, is going to jump right in line with it. And, you're, and, and this is happening. This is literally happening. Those atheists at the beginning of By What Standard made it very clear, and they were right. And then they, they jumped back to them later, and there was one, one, was, one guy, maybe it was a different thing, but someone made the comment that, one of the things the tactics they're going to do is someone's going to get up and they're going to say, if there's no room for such and such person in this organization, then there's no room for a lot of us. And this was recorded. Uh, the person who said it had no idea that Russell Moore had said that, though almost verbatim those exact words at the Southern Baptist Convention Watch the watch the documentary by what standard that's in there and you'll see and it's very eye-opening again I'm props to chocolate Knox for a great job um, in making this documentary um, a lot of them you should go see babies are still murdered here babies are murdered here um, I would say even go watch the the um, federal vision discussion between James White and Doug Wilson so many things you can I mean that that but again, I've, I've so digressed from the, the ridiculousness of this picture. But um, yeah, this emotionalism is is going to be the downfall, main, mainly the downfall of the quote-unquote church in America. And you're going to see a lot of these denominations just, again, they're already going that way. Half of them have already given up um orthodoxy for emotionalism and more and more going that way and that's why you get crap like this this is just ridiculous this is you know this is not the mandate of the church the mandate of the church is not social justice and um you know yeah this has probably gotten these people so many that whatever church this is has gotten a lot of visitors from from leftists and so on but this is not what the church is called to do this is not preaching the gospel this is this is this is bastardizing the gospel for your own political gain the 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 elders and which i'm sure this church doesn't have elders uh they probably don't even have a pastor i would i would venture to say if you go and look up this church I'm 95% willing to guarantee it's a female pass, female pastor, quote unquote, quote unquote. But it's not. This is this is this is twisting the gospel for political favor, for for political clout, and it's disgusting, and it makes me angry. And there you have it. So 
that was the week in, in this week. Uh, yeah, thanks for sitting here and listening to me rant about the ridiculous uh, stuff going on in, in the public sphere. And uh, as always, preach the gospel at all times, use words they're necessary. Until next week, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.